Just like that. Just like that. Avery is here. Those count as ears immediately. So basically at this moment in time, I'm just talking to one person and that's enough. Even if nobody was listening, it still counts as art. Because when I'm done scribbling the words or painting a a scenario or posing questions, it can be posted. The wall will be calling. So that's where this art will be hung. Right now, Rick is here also. So that is another set of ears hearing these words, letting these words wash over them. I'm here to soothe for a moment, but it's also me doing the work, making an effort at something. It's that simple. I'm gonna look back to see what the title is of this uh, canvas. And as I look to my left, I I see a frame with some words in it that, that I wrote down. And it says this, within the frame, be an empty frame. Let the moment fill you, Kirk Fox. That's nice. Maybe I'll I'll take a photo of that someday and just post it. Once again, that that will land on a wall. Here's what I'd like to talk about. I have an office below the house. It's It's my hideaway. It's where I go to have a moment of silence. I guess you could call it a man cave. It's just a cave. I don't know if we need to say man. It's just an area where I will retreat to if I need some quiet time, which I seem to often. I'm I'm happier alone, but I have a wife and child, a three-year-old daughter. So are you ever really alone once you have a wife and child? I don't think so. They're always on your mind. But I went into my office compound a few moments ago, and there was a smell. It smelled like urine. I I know what that smell is, but I didn't, I looked in the toilet. I think that's one thing we do. Michael, nice to see you, a a nice set of ears. I looked in the toilet, there was was no urine. Uh, It had been flushed after the last uh, urination, the, the pee. Uh, I knew that earlier my daughter had come in after a swim lesson and she sat on the toilet and and she did her pee and we flushed it. But I looked down onto the floor near the shower and I saw a little bit of yellow. I think an animal came in here because I do leave the back door open. And I think an animal came in here and peed on the floor. I cleaned it up. The doors are open now. The 
the wind is moving through here, doing what it's supposed to do. But I think my compound has been breached. Also, the other thing I needed to speak about, and nice to see uh, Faisal, Fasil. I, I'd like to know how to pronounce that if at some point he'd like to uh, to even call in and, and let me know how he'd like to hear his name. But I, I'm a big believer that it doesn't really matter how a name is pronounced as long as there's effort behind it. I often say, my name is Kirk Fox, two Ks, one I, one R, not in that order, but I will answer to anything in the vicinity. Oh, here's a, a new friend. I'm gonna take this call. Uh, Faisal? Faisal? Hey, Kirk. Hey, Kirk Faisal. Fox. Is it Faisal or Fazel? It's actually Faisal. Um, I don't know if you are a Disney fan, but I'm told that there's an old Disney movie uh, featuring a protagonist rat by the name Fievel, and the name of the movie is Fievel Goes West. A lot of people remember my name by that name. Okay, so so if I ever do say your name out loud, you'd like Faisal is something you'll respond to. I, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. Okay, now, Faisal, if I can ask you as a, a new friend, I'd like to think we're allies uh, on this planet Earth. That's, that's kind of the way I, I like to live. I'm, I'm a big believer in that we're all here together and, and need to, to dance in this soup as one. Uh, where are you located, Faisal, my Disney uh, protagonist? <laughs> uh, so I'm in Seattle. Um, and uh, I, too, would like to think of ourselves all as dancers on this soup of a rock floating in space. So I, I, uh, I co-sign to that, to that way of thinking. All right. Now, Faisal, I, I like that. So you're in Seattle. And uh, do you enjoy it up there? Are you trying to leave? Were you born there? These are things I'm curious about before I get to the real question. Those are all great questions. I'll answer them all in turn. Um, I like it here on the days that the sun decides to show up. That happens to be 90 days out of the year or something along those lines, give or take a few. I'm not trying to leave, uh, except for when it, uh, you know, the sun decides to hide for three months uh, at a time. I wasn't born there. I was born actually in the Horn of Africa. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. A country shaped like the number seven called Somalia is where I was born and, and, and spent some time. Okay, now the Horn the, the horn of Africa. Now, what horn would that be? Is that, you think a flute, a clarinet, and why horn? It's the horn of an animal, I would imagine, probably. Um, and, and probably uh, a rhinoceros would be because it's kind of shaped like that kind of a horn if you've ever seen africa uh you know that the gulf of aden that horn over there yeah that one that's exciting faisal this is good information a lot of people i'm not sure that they knew it was after a horn of an animal they, they hear the horn of africa uh most of us would think clarinet or trom trombone but so you're in somalia and now you're in america uh, yeah. Do you have friends in Somalia? I have friends in Somalia. I have family in Somalia. I have some people probably that I don't like very much in Somalia. There's all kinds of things that are happening in Somalia that I can relate to. Now, Faisal, if I can ask you, it might be personal. What would someone have to do, 
for you not to like them? Someone who looks at the, the earth as we're all in it together. Is there someone that has crossed you or you don't like their beliefs or they have hurt you? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, Kirk, that's a good question. And as you put me on the spot here, I can't come up with an answer. Maybe because I like to think that my that that I'm a good person, maybe, probably, you know, in a way, I'm kind of tooting my own horn. It doesn't, I guess it takes a lot, I'm thinking. And I want you so to when think you're that from, about when you're from the So when you're from the Horn of Africa, when you toot your horn, that's uh, just a figure of speech, or are you getting back to Somalia? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a trumpet horn when I'm tooting that horn. <laughs> okay. No, it's just a figure of speech. Okay, so that's good. So my last question, because this has been very educational. I told you that I thought an animal had breached my compound and come in here and urinated. I don't know. Uh, I see that my wife is also a listener. She may have a comment. But in Somalia... Has an animal ever breached your compound? And I'm not talking about a bird coming in, but has, has an animal come in? Uh, I don't really know what, what happens in Somalia, but do animals run wild? Because I know there's a lot of animals in Africa. There are a lot of animals in Africa. And in fact, Somalia... Uh, is known for having all kinds of, of animals. Uh, I personally have never had an animal breach my personal compound, but I've heard many stories growing up of animals breaching all kinds of compounds. In fact, the apex predator of all animals is known to sort of, uh, you know, uh, breach people's compounds and in fact, uh, pose some danger to them in, in, in Somalia. It's kind of one of the known things back home. Faisal, I live in Laurel Canyon and we have coyotes that take uh, cats and small dogs. What's what's the what's the animal I need to be aware of? Are we talking about lions or leopards? What 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 kills people in Somalia? Lions are certainly they have a huge presence there. But the the animal that is least liked and the one that most people want to be careful about is the hyena. See the hyenas because yeah, they laugh after they hurt you. It's, they're very maniacal about it, you know, and menacing, and and uh, yeah, they definitely take pleasure in hurting you. And so it's a uh, it's a lot of a lot of salt in the wound with them. And so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a thing that we try and avoid. Well, Faisal, I, this has been very educational for me. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if Rick and Michael enjoyed it. I'm not sure if my wife Jaren, who is also here could could pay attention but these are things that i find fascinating that in somalia i didn't know the hyena is is the real bitch <laughs> yes okay Kirk, it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having me okay faisal take care no, well i was gonna have it while he why was why aren't you here you haven't asked to speak because I, he was speaking I oh okay me or i could say something while he was speaking well he's gone no, he's not. Okay, Faisal, my wife is. My wife I, I decided is, to stay on. I heard. I heard her. Well, one, my deer are here, so I have to go feed them. Uh, the babies waiting for more food. Um, secondly, are you telling me with these hyenas that my daughter's book, one of her favorite books, which is the it's what learning from creatures and uh, something like that is the title, but. In it, they say hyenas get a bad rap because everyone says that hyenas are the menaces and hyenas are the ones stealing food from lions. But they said more often than not that lions 
ends up stealing their food and that they're actually the ones picked on. Yeah, so um, this is, I think this is the result of a very concerted campaign by the hyenas to try and, and, and flip the script here and, you know, go after these majestic apex predators uh, that everybody loves. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the Lion King, right? Uh, I think that's a more true depiction of the lion's true nature, as well as the hyena's true nature. You're on mute. See, well, that's the problem. The Lion King is even mentioned in this child book, this children's book of our daughters. And it specifically says, even the Lion King says so. But from her experience, she found that when she was on safaris in Africa, that the hyenas were the ones getting picked on by the lions. Yeah, so I'm not, who, can you tell me the author of this book? I'm curious. I can't. Uh, I'll find it. Look, it's our Pilates instructor, who I call her our Pilates instructor. It's very unfair because she is, has her PhD in physical therapy and is certified and amazing. But to me, she's our Pilates instructor. Uh, she gave it to... Faisal, well, you see? Quite a Faisal, you see what I'm up against? This is why I come down here to hide. I'm in Addison's room finding a book. <laughs> oh, there. She takes the sleeves off. It's Faisal, called Becoming. You understand okay. why I'd like to go? This is why I want to move to Somalia, Faisal. It's Becoming a Good Creature, and it was based yeah. on the New York Times bestseller, and it's words by Cy Montgomery. I see, I see. Cy Montgomery. The, not, the name kind of rings a bell, and it's possible that Cy Montgomery actually you know, succumbed to this, this effort by the hyena community to try and, and uh, create Rewrite the narrative impression about hyenas being friendly. Uh, you know, as, as a person who has a personal experience interacting with these animals, I'll tell you, uh, they ain't no friends of ours. I wouldn't say that the book presents them as friendly. The book just presents them as getting picked on by lions. Doesn't say that they're not picking on people, just that they're not the top predator in Africa. Faisal, if I, if I may uh, just jump in here for a second, Faisal, do you think that because the lions abuse the hyena, that the hyenas take it out on people and everyone else because they can't combat the lions? It's very possible. You know, I haven't, I haven't had a lot of time to think about what their motivations are. Uh, but I would say that whatever their motivations, I can't imagine they come from a good place. Thank you, Faisal. Faisal, you are a you are a real treat. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk and Jaren, it's been a pleasure being in your presence. I thoroughly appreciate it. Big fan of the show and uh, looking forward to being on next. Hey, Faisal, if I may add one thing to you, because you you seem to have intelligence and uh, and sorry if you're hearing knife chopping. I'm just I'm cutting up apples and stuff to bring to my dear right now. Oh, okay. But Jaren, I, I was having a nice goodbye to Faisal for one moment. Continue. Well, no, you can just uh, listen to what I was going to mention to my new friend Faisal. There's a show on Hulu called Reservation Dogs, and I think it might be something that you would enjoy. Wow, oh, I appreciate the, I appreciate you pulling in that plug. Uh, you know, I've I've seen it uh, advertised a couple of times. I haven't yet checked it out, but now that I have that, you know, I, that it's it's a good show on account of my new friend, I shall certainly take a look. Yes, Faisal, and and I'm also in it, so that that will make it like you're watching a friend. 
Well, there you go. That'll make it even more of a treat for me. Yeah, plus All right, he's Faisal. in the first episode and then his new ones, because he he's, takes a break for a few episodes, and then he's in the one that premieres Sunday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, Thank you, wife. This Thank Sunday. you, wife. Let Faisal discover me on his own. I, I, Faisal and I are deep. <laughs> to the okay. pleasure, guys. Appreciate it. Bye, Faisal. Uh, Michael, Rick, is there anything you'd like to add to this quick little uh, conversation we've had about hyenas, uh, compounds being breached, uh, animals urinating within your house and then exiting? Or what I haven't had a chance to get into is I had a pastrami burrito for breakfast and I'm not happy about it. I'm not I'm not happy the way it's uh, started my day. So does anyone have any comments on that? Okay, uh, Rick, I'm going to let you slide right in here. Hey, Rick. Hey, Kirk. Am I coming through? Rick, you are coming through loud and clear. Thank you. I, I've seen your All ears. Right. Your ears have been here for almost the whole time. Thank you. You also were very quick to unmute yourself. Impressively quick. Yeah. Really? It takes me and Kirk uh, a lot. Um, well, Kirk and I a lot longer to unmute ourselves. Well, not, in, yeah. not anymore, Jaron. I'm quick to unmute. So, so Rick, thoughts? Have, yes. Has your compound ever been breached and urinated by an animal? And Wait, what happened, Kirk? I'm talking to Rick. You can listen. Did an animal urinate down there? <laughs> Jaron, you've come in so late that I'm talking to Rick and you can learn from it. I know. I'm watching a child. Sorry, someone has to be responsible. Okay. Can I talk to Rick? Go ahead. You can catch, fill me in later. Okay. So, Rick, ha has your compound ever been breached? Uh, my compound has not been breached, no. I, um, you know, I, I, I jumped into this conversation because I just, uh, I, I heard Faisal, and I wanted to say that, jeez, um, uh, I'm, I'm spacing on the name of this country again. Uh, Somalia. Somalia. <laughs> Somalia. Somalia is known for frankincense and myrrh. So the the you know the three kings who brought Jesus uh, frankincense, myrrh, and something else, right? Gold or whatever. Wow! So that's what they're known for. In fact, that that horn of Africa, I think the Egyptians used to call it something like the the peninsula uh, the the peninsula of smell or something like that. Because I guess it has a wow, Rick. Thank you. I, I, I like Rick coming in for, for his, his knowledge of this area. I know the show is becoming so yeah. educational just from the people who call in. Good thing we have good listeners, right? Well, you have them. Well, and it's also nice to have a host <laughs> that can, can go deep into someone's uh, location. Hi, dear. Uh, sure. Jaren has deer in our backyard, Rick, that she gives most of the good fruit too, and I'm starving to death. I'm with them right now. Well, hi guys. <laughs> hey, hey, Rick, I didn't know, dear. Can I ask Rick where you're located, my friend? I'm in uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really far away from Los Angeles. And how's everything going in Rhode Island? Are you near water? Um. Yes. I mean, nobody's very far from water here. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, my where I live is maybe 
uh, five minutes from the from the head of the bay. Now, now, Rick, did you want to live in Rhode Island or did business take you there or is that where your life started and you never left or did you come back? Uh, so my life started here, uh, went to went to school here. So I went to college. Then I left for college and then I left for Where'd grad school. Where did you go, IIT? No, I went to uh, UVM, University of Vermont. That's exciting. Is she is she eating? Is that what that noise is? Oh, Jaron? I don't know what the noise is. Whatever she's doing, I should mute her. <laughs> what are you doing, Jaron? Okay, she oh, muted herself. She, Rick, thank she you did. so much for for saying to her what I wish I had the balls to. Yeah, well, it's easier for somebody else to do it than, you know, with your own, ahead, with your Rick. spouse or your, your, your loved one, it's a little more difficult. So you need somebody to chime in and let them know. Rick, I don't even know if she's a loved one anymore. No. Well, she's. I, I just, she's, I just, I feel that she's holding me hostage. Yeah. Well, the the kid can do that too, right? I know. I, I sure love my little. I have a three year old daughter that really did some swimming today, which touched me. But my wife can't even. Hey, swim. I can get from point A to point B. It's just not pretty. I mean, sure. Addison's probably after two days of her intensive swim. Granted, she's been doing once a week beforehand. But she's probably a better swimmer than I am already. She can go underwater. That's where I draw the line. All right. Well, th thank you, Jaron. Hey, Rick, before I sign wow. up, because I, I, I like about 20 minutes here of knowledge, uh, is there anything you'd like to ask me about me? Or is there any life questions that you're looking for an answer and that you're curious what I might think? Because I do have all the answers. Well, uh, what I'm curious about is how, how you got into comedy. Well, I will say that it had always kind of been in my blood. My, my dad was quite a, an entertainer, but he was a, a handyman and a house painter by trade. But he sure liked making people laugh. So it was always in me to be funny. I was in high school. I was even voted... Uh, class clown it, it was uh, actually a, a tie with uh boy i don't remember his name offhand but i started stand up a little late and i just kind of ran out of things to do and i got on stage and i liked it i i was a tennis pro so i was always making my students laugh and so i got on stage and I just started uh, telling jokes and they laughed enough. And I liked going out to do comedy at night. I would teach tennis during the day and comedy at night. And it's just become part of me. Oh, that's great. It's good to see people uh, follow their passion. So that's good. Well, I, I don't even know if it was my passion, but it is now. And I'm, I'm, I'm just starting to get a hang of it. I think, I think Jaren's back. I think she's going to scold, I was trying I think she's gonna scold you. Again. I clicked the wrong button, but our daughter's asking for a popsicle. Okay, <laughs> I got you, Jaren. 
Well, hey, Rick, uh, have you seen Reservation Dodge yet on Hulu? I have not. I heard you talk about it. I, do, I don't have Hulu, so but um, I am going to probably be switching from YouTube TV uh, to maybe Hulu's. So if I do, I definitely want to check it out. All right, Rick. Well, then I, then I, I feel you and I are new friends. Uh, what do you do for a living? How do you feed your, yourself? Uh, I'm a chiropractor. Oh, nice. I, I have to say uh, that's exciting. Sometimes my back is really tight and it cracks by accident and I feel better. So I'm sure you're making a lot of people happy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a nice profession. I've been at it for a while. And in fact, I, uh, I started a show on uh, calling. So, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to look into it. Do you just crack people's backs on calling? Uh, no, no, I, um, I really haven't done much. I, I was kind of fumbling around on, um, how to use the, uh, the app and, um, I think I erased my first one by mistake. So, <laughs> but I, That's I think right. I have the hang of what's it. What's great about that is what's great about that is nobody got hurt, and you can just do another one. Right, right. Nobody missed it because it really, you know, not much was said because I, I wasn't even sure if it was coming through. So, in fact, I, I actually recorded it and then listened to it, and for the first twenty-five seconds, there was no sound. So anybody who clicked on it probably. Okay. Hey, hey, Rick. Uh, yeah. I think I have to go. I see someone pulling up here, and I think it might hey, be my Let me, and I'll pull in my car. Okay. Okay. I, I got to go, you guys. <laughs> Bye, everyone. All right. Take care, Kirk.